Friday afternoon, six six technical days until the end of session. My name is Ryan Miner. This is a Minor Detail Podcast. I am here at the Maryland House of Delegates building with Delegate Nick Mosby, who is a first-time guest on the show. And I'm excited to have you, Delegate. You've been busy, my friend. You've been... Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on. And what I wanted to talk about today, a couple things, is um, let's talk about the uh, – I want to talk about Pimlico, and I want to talk about Laurel. Yesterday you held a press conference, um, and you submitted a letter um, to the – I believe it was – to the was it the speaker? Yeah, I'm reading it here, and you listed some background information. But first, what are your thoughts on – you represent a district inside of the city of Baltimore. And what are your thoughts on keeping Pimlico where it is now? And That's right. Uh, my wife grew up in Town, and she desperately wants to see the Preakness stay at Pimlico, and she told me the background, the history, and how important it is to that community to maintain that race there. And I, I hear from a lot of your colleagues in the House of Delegates who are also pushing that, including city officials as well. And if they lost that, and let's just say it, just, it, it moved, and I don't know what would – I assume that it would probably go to, you know, down the road a few miles, um, 
30, maybe 15. But those living conditions, you know, notwithstanding, these living conditions at Laurel, this facility, this is, I looked at the pictures. It's horrendous, delicate. And you just got. Yeah, how much money do you think that the state has expended on on this? It's a lot. Are you alarmed by the amount of money that we're spending with these type of results? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the like I said the pictures. There's mold. There's clear. Uh, it looks almost like the facility is in disrepair. Um, what are what are county officials saying about it? It's like foam in a can. Yeah. 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 
Have you brought this to the attention of the governor and his staff? Would you be confident that he would be responsive to this? Yeah, it's it's certainly an issue that when you held the press conference yesterday to bring it to the attention of the media, have since that since it's and I'm sure some of the the cameras that were there yesterday aired it on their five o'clock or eleven o'clock. Yeah. Delegate, have you received any feedback from other people in your community? Have you have you spoken with some of the employees themselves and had conversations with them? Yeah, we wouldn't want these, like you said earlier, for our family, our friends, our, our closest relatives. We wouldn't want that for them. And um, do you, you get the sense that even if they did speak up, they might be fearful that they could lose their job? You're talking about the Kentucky Derby track? Yeah. Uh, Churchill Downs. Ah.
Yeah, and and you even said yesterday during the press conference that the photographs sent to you were anonymous. So yeah, no, I mean that's it. Clearly, if if and and let me ask you this question, delegate: Can these photographs? Do you have them on a website or your social media where people can look at this? Yeah, I'm I'm sure that would really spark the interest of people in in this district. And you attached a few news articles to this packet as well. Yeah. And just bottom line this, you want this to be fixed immediately. Yeah, is how to fix it and what we need to do to make sure that these conditions are livable. Right. Even for the spring, yeah, it's cold. No, I appreciate that, Delegate. Um, tell me about this session. How do you how do you characterize what's happened during this session? You've been a busy guy. Um, um, what are your committees that you sit on? So I sit on I serve on committee. Can you just say one thing? Yeah, please. Everything that we talked about, because remember, this is a collaborative effort. Yeah. Everything that we talked about, and I think that's what we're doing. What's the billionaire's name? Yeah. And and the the owner, they're they should be made aware of this, correct? Oh, they should be made aware of this. They should be responsible for Have you had the opportunity to talk with the owner? No, I've spoken to uh individuals in this company. Yeah. Are they responsive? So just, just a generic, maybe a generic response to say we acknowledge it, but they haven't given you any indication of how they're going to fix it.
And that's a great leading question. Do you think if Delegate Nick Mosby had not made this an issue or brought it to their attention that we would not have heard about this? Are you going to stay on this? I mean, is this going to be your pet project? And if they aren't responsive, that is the company, are you just going to keep pressuring this or using media attention to bring awareness to the issue? Well, they stepped up yesterday. I mean, you had several colleagues of you. I think that's a separate conversation. Right. And like you just said, you left, you were with County Executive Stuart Pittman. Were you more discouraged after leaving, seeing it yourself? Than being there. I mean, after seeing that, you wouldn't spend a night there. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean that's strong words. That's sad. That's sad. I I and I hope that your advocacy on this issue brings to to light uh the you know the resources they need to at least inve- invest into fixing this facility. So just shifting directions, um looking at this session, what uh what are some of your accomplishments, and what do you think? Uh, how do you think this session will end on Sine Die? No. Is that more than than average for you? I hear that from freshmen who who have, who have interviewed. They said we just didn't realize how slow the process is, and, and so they say, "Well, we uh, we thought coming into this that it would at least be a little more speedy, but they slow they quickly learned that it's not. That it takes a lot of work to get a bill out of committee and onto the floor."
Yeah. Delegate, you've been following what's happening in Baltimore City. You're a resident there. That's your home. And you probably uh, have been reading the newspapers just as I have regarding uh, the the scandal with Catherine Pugh. What are what are your thoughts on what's happening in Baltimore City? I think it's definitely unfortunate. Um, you know, what I would like to see is kind of what we can do to end the whole entire thing and get figure out the best legal mechanisms and then ultimately you know, get the truth before the people. Because the thing is, all these narratives are Have you had a chance to talk to the mayor about this issue? Yeah. I mean, if, if you were to talk, would, would you give her any advice? <laughs> well, look. In, no, I hear you. But, you, but in 2016, you ran for mayor. You ran for mayor. Are, is that in your future? Could you think of, are you thinking about doing it again? Like Senator McRae, he's a, yeah, yeah. Well, delegate, I mean, you come from a a powerhouse political family. I mean. Well, that's what they say. Well, you know, Josh Kurtz of Maryland Matters listed you and your wife, Marilyn Mosby, uh, as one of the uh, – was it the – on Valentine's Day, the, the, the political couples. And, I mean, that uh, – that's – do you ever feel that pressure? I mean, people looking in on and they say, you know, Mosby and his wife are these two big figures in Maryland politics. Um, and she has her own career and you have your own career. Um, I mean, that's uh, that's interesting to me.
Is that right? I can see it. I mean, she's a fighter. I've I've seen her in action. I have watched her um, in in some high profile cases that I'm sure has been stressful on on uh, you know as being in the politics, being front and center. And uh, I, I've seen her be, and and you being incredibly resilient and always thankful for for the positions that peop, the, the public has put you in. I mean, it's all what you make of it. Yeah, and plus you're you're raising two children and <laughs> they're watching it. They have front row seats to it. How old are you? You're forty. It's young. I'm thirty three. I mean that's. That is young, and and you represent which district in the city did you represent? Oh, on the council. Yeah, on the council. Do you, do you think that being elected to the city council helped prepared you for this job you're in now? What does the city of Baltimore mean to Maryland? Yeah. 
Well, I, every time I go into the city of Baltimore, there's a certain energy you feel. And I, I, I live – I never lived in Baltimore City, but uh, I've, I've spent a lot of time going to Orioles and Ravens games. And my one of our favorite places to go, of course, is Canton. And we love to go to Little Italy. My, my mother's side of the family are Italians. And when you step into Little Italy in Baltimore City, uh, you, it reminds you of being in the old country. And it's just – you know, we could go to Sabatino's or Vaccaro's and – um, there's so much happening in Baltimore City right now, and I I always I I always encourage people to to venture down there and to take a look and to spend money in the city. You like a public relations issue, maybe. What sells papers? Yeah, well, I grew up in Western Maryland in Hagerstown, and going to Baltimore City was a special event. We go down to see, as a, when I was a kid, Orioles games: Cal Ripken, Rafael Palmero, B.J. Surhoff, uh, Brady Anderson. That was it. I mean, spending a Sunday afternoon in the city of Baltimore was a treat for me as a kid. And I grew up in a middle class family, and uh, you know, not all we didn't always have money to spare to go to a Orioles game. But I got to tell you, that was just something that we I just was such an important part of my childhood. I can I can feel that just in having this conversation face to face with you that there's a real palpable love that you have for your city. <laughs> Which fraternity? Okay. And where did you go to school? Yeah. Is that right? Wow. I uh my my fraternity is based out of the uh University of Alabama. I was a Sigma Alpha Epsilon. So I uh I Oh, okay. Well, delegate, it's a pleasure having you. Uh you have a few more days, a week in what? A, a Monday. A week and some change. A week and some change and I hear maybe next weekend y'all could be in session. <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. Do you stay in Annapolis or do you go home? Yeah.
And when you go home on weekends, do you sit down and have meetings within the community with uh, different folks about the issues? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I hear you, and it's uh, you got to balance that time, and and it's all about family, especially at that young age. So, right. delegate, it's ple- it's a pleasure and a privilege to sit down and talk to you here in your office and the uh, house office building, and uh, best of luck to you at the the rest of session. Thank you so much. Yeah, you bet. Thank you.